Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. special edition of the LodgeCast. I am your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. What's up? And Brother Lucas. Stand down, take the shot. Today we are bursting at the seams with boys. <laughs> Jacked up to see Nicolas Cage in Mandy. We are going to the only theater within reasonable range that has it. It is the Lemley Monica Film Center in beautiful Santa Monica, California. We are looking out over the beach right now. Palisades Park, it's beautiful. What? Sunset, magic hour. There is no better way to finally have just one of the major gurus. He, he has a hood, he has a black hood up right now. He's looking metal as fuck. He is one of our favorite people in the universe. Brother Dave is here. Hail Satan. And uh, also, so a couple other returning luminaries, no less bright and potent, Brother Nathan. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm down here. And Brother Zach. Ready Zach. for Cage. And Brother Justin. I'm here to kill demons. <laughs> so many boys tonight. <laughs> so many boys. So let's keep it. Let's keep it high and tight. Uh, the movie is sold out. There's a lot oh, of. Cool. There's a lot of. Uh, intense speculation as to what we're about to see but uh, beforehand uh, what do we know about this director he is the son of lodge royalty the director of cobra he's the director of cobra's son oh no way a slew of carlos son of george, george cosmopolis yeah. cosmatos. cosmatos this is panos cosmatos <laughs> so his um, name should be george cobra son <laughs> yes <laughs> the son i, I watched cobra, cobra with his dvd his director commentary and it was very insightful he's, yeah he's a solid guy i think his i think accent is also hilarious i think yes. the son has taken accurate notes from the father and if he has we should be in for a treat uh, Brother Dave, what do you make of all this? Do you, how do you feel about being here and uh, what, do, what do you expect out of this? Uh, first of all, I'd like to apologize to the listeners and my fellow lodge mates for slacking on the podcast this long. It's been tough to get out. <laughs> You've had a good reason. I had a good reason and I think Mandy is the perfect film for me to make my debut. You're right. It uh, really is. Yes. I, I've purposefully avoided the trailer and the synopsis oh. because I've heard from like uh, the underground horror community is a buzz about this film. You're tapped into the underground. You know, I do what I can, Matt. And between that and the fact that I keep hearing this movie is metal as fuck, <laughs> this movie has my name written all over. I'm stoked. You're definitely the most metal as fuck member of the yeah, Lodge. I appreciate um, that. 
Does Does anybody else have any thoughts? We don't want to spoil uh, Brother Dave going into this, but uh, is there any non-spoily items of note you guys I, want to bring up? I want to take a quick informal poll. Uh, how many uh, people besides me fell asleep real hard during Beyond the Black Rainbow? <laughs> oh. For the day sleepy time? Yeah. I did not see. I did it. Not haven't seen. Sleep. Haven't seen. That is the only thing that's making me drag my feet. It was it was interesting to look at the director's previous film, but it's like where the rubber meets the road story-wise. Yeah, I think I watched a, a Kickstarter video about it where they were showing some behind the scenes and how they were hell bent on not using any digital effects. Right. So right away, fuck you. <laughs> You can use models, you can use map paintings, that's all fine and good, but when you're a purist and you refuse ones and zeros, you're a fool. Brother Justin does not like hard and fast yeah, rules. I, I, I miss Beyond the Black Rainbow, and I honestly, I've only seen the trailer for Mandy, but if it wasn't for Nicolas Cage, I don't know if I'd be as gung-ho for Mandy. I yeah, think Nicolas Cage legitimizes What's our cage, Tim? This looks to be the sweet spot. <laughs> this looks to be Port of Call Cage mm. in a movie that is metal as fuck, I would say, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I also think, I believe, this is uh, Johan Johansson's last score before he died. Oh, wow, oh, okay. So okay. we got, you know, there's a few things to be curious about here. Also, uh, Andrea Ricebro and Linus Roach. So the cast is exciting. Yeah. I mean, the music is exciting. It looks, the trailer hooked me. Looks yeah. fun. This is, oh, the, this is the best trailer I've seen in years, yeah, by far. Great. It looks fun. I mean, Cage is on the loose. Cage, yeah. Cage is on the loose. <laughs> They're someone, gonna get him. Someone just had a heart attack during the previous screening. Yeah. Just got wheeled out. Obviously. I'm a little concerned that it's gonna be potentially a mess of like psychedelic pretentiousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm willing to take that ride with Cage. Yeah. It's also yeah. two solid hours. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Right. Uh, Nicolas Cage from Valley Girl to Left Behind, which is the last Nicolas Cage movie I saw. I love him to death. I, I think he's out of getting out of debt and he's ready to do films that <laughs> are passionate. He's ready to yeah. passionate. He's ready to atone. Yeah. I, 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 I would mean, venture. I that. Yeah, I would venture this movie's going to get bonkers, insane, really watchable, really fun, but it's going to make us earn it. Yeah, there's gonna be swaths yeah. of gonna have to be drony nothingness. <laughs> All right, well, and, uh, uh, dark. it's a sold-out show. Yeah. There's no assigned seats. Let's let's scamper these yeah. seven bros into the theater and see what it is we're talking about. We'll be back in this uh, beautiful park back afterwards. Back to the promenade, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll be back to back at night. Yeah. <laughs> we will be looking out for each other. We'll be beyond the seven bros. And <laughs> we will let you know. This is also on VOD, so we're going the extra mile to see this in a theater for oh, you guys. Wow. So if 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 we uh, if we report good findings, you can just order it right up and jack right in. Because next um, week it's got to get pulled, right? Like there's no way it's gonna stay at this theater. Uh, it's gonna run for you. Oh, high. Oh, high. Okay. And I do have to say a special shout out to Brother Justin. He is a gold star lodger right now because he went out and saw Peppermint. You gotta go see it, guys. If it's in a theater near you, and it still is. Go check out the peppermint. Two, two and a half bones. <laughs> wow, it's nice. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. Um, Not quite at the father-son three, three and a half level. No, but that's a, that's a lot to ask. That's a lot to ask. I think take a moment for the calm of the group. 
Take it in, guys. It's breezy. Look at that right? We are going into a two-hour art horror film directed by Panos Confamatos, and I did see Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yes, sir. And it is a mindfuck, and I think he's he's really trying to grab the viewer with this one. So with Cage, with the focus crystal of Cage's acting ability right now, let's let's go together. Hold on, let's hold on. By the crystal of Cage. By the crystal of Cage. He will, he will not let us down. One, two, three. Cage. Cage. Oh. returned from the wooded <laughs> abyss that was Mandy. Uh, <laughs> now stand on the balmy cliffs of Palisades Park. There are seven gentlemen who are trying their hardest to keep it muted right now. We're trying not to talk about it yet. And uh, we can't talk about it until Brother Bishke reads that snops. Give us that special snops. From Ron Tomatoes. Pacific Northwest, 1983 AD. Outsiders Red Miller and Mandy Bloom lead a loving and peaceful existence when their pine-scented haven is savagely destroyed by a cult led by the sadistic Jeremiah Sand Red is catapulted into a phasmagoric journey filled with blood vengeance bloody vengeance and laced with fire alright pine-scented yeah <laughs> that's really I almost smell the pine where mm-hmm. where do we even begin with this well Justin, right, off the bat, right off the bat right off the bat we sat very close, yeah. which normally I Second am averse to. Center. Yeah. However, this had this kind of digital grain. It was really affected to look like film. Mm-hmm. It was the color correction was off the charts. It was really it was, fetishizing you know, the old look. Yeah. It was almost watching like 4K VHS, mm-hmm. and I was immediately sucked into it. <laughs> He's in. Yeah, like, He's in, folks. Beyond the Black Rainbow had the same you know look. You feel like it's deep in Gaussian blur, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, how would everybody feel about the look of it? Like, just just when it hits you initially. Beautiful. Beautiful. it definitely is playing off nostalgic. Yeah, VHS. Yeah, analog. It went right into my veins. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was like a heroin. It's a shorthand, for sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're watching, because it's just like you're transported back in time. I'd be really surprised if most of us don't have really weird dreams tonight. Yeah. We're guaranteed to. Yeah, Yeah. it unlocks a lot of stuff deep within the psyche. Very frightening sequences in that movie before it gets giggly it, it's very unsettling yeah yeah so it's kind of broken up into three parts we get different uh title interstitials and then 
the Mandy title doesn't come in until like an hour yeah, or so into it. It comes into the, yeah, right when he goes in for murder revenge. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves a good blood catharsis here, right? I mean, that's, that's well, but the here's winner the thing. of this thing. Here's the thing. The thing I kept thinking of during this, it is very deliberate in its development of what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I would say in the beginning, just for my taste, it was a I, it was beautiful, but it was like a little over deliberate. I was like, but once the whore kicked in, I would say at the deep s- scorpion trip meld with her and the main cult leader, I was like, my wavelength suddenly settled in for the. Which the, is interesting because you, you're the control who doesn't smoke before movies. So well, what? I felt like I was, and I still feel. <laughs> Your eyes are dilated. <laughs> I mean, this movie is a drug movie. Yeah. It is a drug movie through and through. Yeah. It is a movie that will yeah. reveal deeper layers if you're on mushrooms, if you're on LSD yeah. no, especially. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I wouldn't do it. I, I it's definitely <laughs> sobered. But, yeah. but, but it's definitely, definitely made by a mind who travels in those yeah. realms. I would definitely yeah. say it successfully captures the essence of what it's like. Uh, having done it myself like I was thinking that I was You've like been there in the yeah, abyss I was like that's the sick joke with this is like he does it too well and he it defi- feels like he it, definitely yeah. is like, methodical is this and- Rob Zombie on Quaaludes right now because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had the vibrant colors and the yeah. crazy characters and the speeches but it was just slowed down oh, it slowed way down man. like it's it like time. some scissor no yeah rush. well in, no hurry in speaking of the slowness Maybe the most hypnotic shot, reverse shot, close up sure. I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Are we ready to discuss yeah. that? Well, let's. That let's scene. There's yeah. not much to like. The first hour and a half can be summed up yeah. by us. It's a log line. Yeah, it's like one minute. You know, like it's Nicolas Cage. He vaguely works with chainsaws. We get that. Uh, he doesn't drink. They they do a lot of a uh, lot of silent exposition in the opening there. Can we, can we pause and just talk about that opening? Because we got to give a shout out to Ian. Oh right, because that King Crimson. Ian. Oh my yeah, God, that's gorgeous. brother King Ian. If you are listening to this, I am so sorry that you're not here with us. There were just yeah. too many boys, too many boys. But you're going to be standing in a park watching each other. I could feel him. You're going to be front and center for Suspiria, though. That's a guarantee. And we feel your spirit here tonight, brother Ian. We call upon you. With the uh, Abraxas horn. Oh, um, the Abraxas I felt, horn. I, I, I felt, I, to call, call the Ian as well, I felt a callback to the heavy metal. They, there's animation sequences that yes. intercut, like, very dream. Very 1983. Yeah, yeah. quote unquote dream sequences. That, I mean, very much the heavy metal aesthetic and, like, these. The weapon you know, the of rune, choice. Rune stones yeah. and, the, and the quest theory of adventure. So, yeah, the whole bedroom it calls architecture, into that. I mean, like, atrium vibe. Like, that was so my neighbor. You I know? think it juggles it, and I think it's successful sometimes, <laughs> and also I feel. It feels shoehorned to me a little bit. Sure, it feels I, like I really wanted those sometimes. to work, and I was like, "Hey, this is gonna follow through maybe in the third act." Uh, but uh, what we get is blood splattered, you know, chipmunk cheeks, you but, know, Nick but, Cage. But I thought he looked a little then, silly. But doing until those then, yeah. <laughs> there's an hour. There's a good hour plus of uh, just kind of hazing around. You know, yeah. uh, sure. it's it's this cult sees uh, Nick Cage's wife on the road, this cult leader. Just randomly. Just randomly. Sees her in his mind. He gets really right? into sees it. Sees her in his mind. And then has to have her, no matter what. So it's this slow build up. They have to call these demon bikers 
who took some bad LSD and never which came is, back. Which is a lot of bad LSD. craziest intro ever because you don't know what the setup is. You have no fucking no, idea what's happening. Sure. It's like, is the, the horn of a brass. Is the horn of a brass. Right back and that's the direction they go in. I was like, there's a There's a small horn that they blow to summon these guys. And they hire like one of the Klopex is like the guy riding shotgun that's like, well, how long we have to wait? That guy was cool. One of the henchmen had obviously been directed to never close his mouth. In real time. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he was great. And then these yeah, demons on like ATV up. show up, and they're like it's the straight bites out of your nightmares. Yeah, but it's like the Ceno bikes, real grounded Ceno, reality Ceno with like a mountain bikers. store. And I'm thinking like, this is real. Like these aren't. This isn't like a dream. Like this is supposed to be in this the tangible real. universe. Yeah, unfolding. they're real bikers. Like okay, I guess. Like okay. I like, mean, you just kind of go with it. It makes yeah. its own rules on the fly. Yeah. Um, they kidnap her, and then there's a long, tripped out, the scorpion yes. trip scene. Yeah. Which they, is they intense. Induct, they induct her into their cult. So gross. It's, it's very intense. So it's gonna say that, like, even though I, I really enjoyed the movie, I didn't love it as much as I hoped I would. Mm. But that sequence is an all time sequence. It's an amazing. It's special. Yeah. It really is something. Because to it see. victimizes the entire audience. Like, you are completely <laughs> rendered helpless. Like, you are all in the same. And you got an uncircumcised wait, penis wait, in the face. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're all the same way. Roach, all of Linus. You got Linus's Roach. Roach. All his, yeah, full frontal. I think, I think you know, him for a role like that, the, the hippie cult leader. cult leader, wearing all white, and he he had like the, the Star Trek IV Vulcan, what Spock was wearing you yeah. know, at one sequence, just to give you an, a picture to the audience. But I think he was successful in a role that's kind of hard to play. It's hard. He gave I, it his all. The only thing I fault him for is that I was never afraid of him through to the end. Like, oh, I'm just not, afraid, yeah. just not afraid of him. He's not imposing to me. Yeah, I, no, was, he, he, I was really hoping for like some sort of video game boss battle, second level transformation right. with as him. Well, like an, uh, opening a gate of hell, like he was like some peon of some greater force. I thought there was something that was going to happen <laughs> yeah. in that third act. Uh oh, yeah. uh, no, I like. I, I thought he was good. I mean, he was the I mean, mystic. He was the mystic that was completely gone, and he was trying to suck Nicolas Cage into his... All right, yeah. I think I think Bishke's drinking this Kool-Aid. And one of the other benefits to sitting that close is you could see the reflection in their eyes in those close-ups mm-hmm. when it was trippy. You could see the light trails right. and the, the RGB separation... Mm-hmm. I think the fact that all their dilated yeah, pupils, the di- you can just fall into their eyes, especially yeah. during the double exposure yeah. with their with that that yeah. sequence. There's a very Let's nice talk about that. There's the a very nice animalistic, you know, dilated eyes. A lot of dilated eyes, including our own. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's, going on there. there's yeah. a sequence in this induction ceremony where the cult leader's face is superimposed over Mandy's and vice versa. Is that the snapdragon? The salad dragon? I don't even know. There's so many. The movie's a salad dragon. It's a a top salad. I think I've got to vote for the salad dragon. Okay. And it's when Cage is on his, takes it to the bikers, and he enters a room oh, yeah. where there's a porno going on in the background. That, that's a contender. And oh, the yeah. biker is doing a, a, just a mountain of cocaine. Yeah. And Cage is fighting him to the death 
with a doggy style porno going on in the background. Yeah, that and then so Ka- and after he kills him, he does a giant line of coke off his Just battle axe. That's, and that's I, and then kicks yeah. some of the bad LSD on top of <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. 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 Doubles down. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a lot good. of cage recovering sequences. I mean, he, he, he yeah. gets a so, lot of wounds in this. So after, wire, after and then he the just hour, walks off the roof and just does yeah. this drop. Like that, that after shit. the hour <laughs> or so <laughs> of the build-up, we get the Mandy title card, and thus begins the movie that everybody thought they were coming to see. Right, yeah. Right, which I forgot about. I, like, at that point, I was like, like oh my slayer, god, that's right. Slayer. Like, now he's gonna kill everybody. I was <laughs> Right before that, though, we do get, as part of his recovery, he sees a TV commercial... Right. Which is, is one for the books. That was the, the, the cheddar goblin commercial. <laughs> cheddar macaroni and cheese <laughs> After the trauma he's witnessed and been party to, like for that to be the, what snaps him back into reality. Do you want to have the party. honor of describing the cheddar goblin scene? <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> Cage, Cage comes back in, uh, snaps back to reality after being brutalized and witnessing some, some true horror. And he's, he's wounded and his head's not in his right space. And he just stumbles into his house. And on the television is playing a commercial for what's, I guess, essentially like Kraft macaroni and cheese. But in this universe, it's called Cheddar Goblin. And it's, it's Goblin good. good. It's Goblin good. It's, it's got this like little gremlin character who's just vomiting macaroni and cheese into a bowl for a little girl. Over their heads. Over yeah. their heads. Yeah. And, and Cage at this point is, oh. is in his whitey tighty. And if you listen closely so afterwards. It's real. It is too real. It's his, like in realm his reaction real. is... That that immediately <laughs> follows, you know, a very intense, you know, sequence for yes, all of us. I think, I, I think, think we uh, lose, I mean, we can say what that is. They knew there. the filmmakers knew that we needed a cage, a properly exposed cage freakout scene. He goes into the bathroom in his underwear oh, and like a tiger yeah, I shirt. Think that's the salad dragon. That, the, the salad dragons come fast and furious. That was the and, then, and then open that door. And he and just the, the camera is obviously right like non-obtrusively just filming every it's move. Like on a tripod. It's just like watch well, it, it, a it, pure it, freakout. It scene. moves in and out. It was a few the captain Sherman's sure. yeah. PTSD like post checkup. Like uh, the Kurt Russell. Uh, and Death I, I, I suppose that's what it was. No, yeah, it was where he was like in shock. He was in shock. He like found his hidden stash bottle of vodka and started pounding it so hard. You knew it was real vodka because he was like grabbing his throat. Shades of living lost. Vegas for me. Yeah, we know Nick Cage did that for real. That is real. That alcohol. is real booze. I mean, if, if, he, if he ate a cockroach, he drank some booze. And I wanted to love that shot and that scene, but I don't know if I totally did. <laughs> it, I don't know if it worked for compared me. Compared to the rest the of it? Yeah. I felt like it was, was giggling. we need a Cage freakout scene. Totally. That's why it was It got there. me delirious. I mean, it, yeah. I was I was getting ready. But did you feel his pain? Like, I think they were going uh, for serious with there. At the end, I actually, I was giggling, and then he lo- he went from screaming freakout and pouring vodka all over the place to... Uh, vulnerable crying and I'm like Cage is miraculous like he can be so over the top committedly over the top wild and then he goes to this place where I'm like I'm not laughing anymore I'm kind of moved alright I, I don't know. I, you know I, I, I did love the shot because you got the sense of his physical presence as this giant mm-hmm. grizzly bear who could like murder someone with his bare hands which yeah. he, he does later on um, 
and he does go for it 100 percent so well, i think there might be another layer here guys i mean like this thing plays out kind of like a comic book in in heavy metal where it's right. like we look to the sky and there's maybe multiple planets at the sky we, we, that's mm-hmm. the final shot of the film yeah. i mean i want to hear you guys you know uh thoughts about that is there another layer of just i thought kind of funny thought book panos book wanted to use matte paintings that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. It, well, a lot of this stuff is very surface to me, unfortunately. It, during the Days of Heaven, when he's got his girl, you know, Mandy, and they're laying in bed, they're talking about planets. You know, what's your favorite planet? Yeah, I get no that. Like Jupiter. No one well, says Earth. And he makes up, you know, well, comic Reagan book does, reference. Re- Reagan is on the radio. Or, he yeah. says he wants to be Galactus. And she's like, I thought well, it might be planet. like the occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge where, like, the whole time he's just dying, like, hanging while after they, like, killed her. And yeah. then, like, it snaps back How and it was all he... a dream or something. Because I was like, didn't he get stabbed? That's a science, like science in the in the organs, or it was like a deep stab wound, and I guess like he healed, like he patched it up. Or he didn't let the audience, let the, the listeners know how she died. I think. Oh, burned. she gets she gets burned alive in a sack. For being, you know, but you know what? She, was, oh, <laughs> she laughs. How does that? Hundred percent accurate. But I mean, we say like she laughs. It's, it's like maybe she's a strung fifteen up. minute but, long. And, and what? Like, I what, thought they were like messing with him at first. Like I didn't actually see her going. Right. Into the I didn't bag. think so it was going to be I, her. They didn't really establish that it was her uh, in there. It's pretty clear she's, at the end. She's burned well, no, her ashes. I get that. But at the time, I wasn't hundred percent. All right. So literal. And he watches it all tied up. That's all well and good. <laughs> this isn't going to make any sense to anyone. <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we get to the revenge. Yeah. yeah, he gets, he goes and visits Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Great oh, to see. Another sound. Looks exactly yeah. the same. Sounding he great. He looks great. Just He's like great. He did tells you about the bikers' backstory a little bit. Yep. He he tells us about the the bikers, and he gives him uh, his crossbow. The Reaper. He goes to him for his weapons. His, and gives him arrows weapons. that cut through cake. He's, he's like not a good. Kid. You don't got good chances against these guys. Right. And Cage said, "Don't be so negative." Right. So <laughs> there's, there's a few heavy. This is where Cage has there, most of his lines. Him. He has maybe like a page of lines in this movie. Uh, he forges a battle axe, which yeah, again, it's which like is, which takes time, man. You got to be physically healthy. Pretty to rad. The metallurgy. I mean, any, that was maybe my, one of my favorite. Another I think I started game. punching Justin in the in the leg. That, I was so excited. That was a <laughs> moment was, where it's like there's some like nerd. Where it's like we want, we know that Cage doing metallurgy is going to give nerdgasms, yeah. Yeah. but it also fits with the movie. Yeah. It's a good alchemy there. I didn't feel like they were pushing Cage on us as like. Cage minstrel. I think we're in a heightened reality there, and there's echoes after you yeah. know, turn after turn for video games, and the, there's the, so the many influences. Ven- you know, the, the, the keys of Ventusler. You know, we're going. You know, they go over to the mountain. I and I, I'm on that wavelength with it, I, but it yeah. had a rock and roll vibe with it too. All know? right, it's, it, it's the, like the, the nerdiness that heavy metal embraces. Yes, where it's like, yeah, we're metal, the devil, but also fantasy novels. Right, <laughs> there's yeah. a layer. There's a layer of the <laughs> satanic panic as well. Sure, you know, yeah. I think all that pagan. And ritual for sure. Sacrifice for sure. Right. There needs to be a full movie of early '80s suburban satanic panic. We're yearning for that. Um, Panos loved it. What did everybody Panos think of his revenge? Uh, he goes and visits this chemist, and there's a tiger in a cage, and there's he goes through a tunnel. He goes long through a tunnel. long ass Very tunnel. Very metaphorical. Yeah, he's going back to the, the underworld. underworld. Great location. <laughs> yeah. They built the satanic church. They built is that they're building in this like. In a what was that a quarry? quarry? Yeah, yeah <laughs> really striking. <laughs> I mean, the, the art direction in the in the oh yeah, in they built that for wonderful. sure. That was a Michael Chimino. Um, and then it then comes the battle the we're all waiting for, which is the chainsaw battle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
by far the best, the best chainsaw fight since Motel Hell. Yeah, which yeah, is, which I was is thinking the only while I was watching that there, there should be on. more chainsaw fights, and how do we not have that many? Is there one you know? in Cobra? I f- no, there's a large axe fight. Axe, axe fights. Fight. I feel like there is in Phantasm too. We'll see again soon enough. I think there's but, a few set pieces that are very successful. But I felt like it. this one was good. It's Cage with a regular chainsaw versus a goon with like a, the bigger dick. like a nine foot chainsaw. Comic <laughs> bigger bladed. I think they botched the ending of the scene though. Like right. they didn't shoot it right. Yeah, I agree. They they wanted him to wrap this chain around this guy's neck and then pull him down on a chainsaw blade that was on the ground and okay but but if i may for but 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 if i may the lasso with the chain was comic gold that's fine that was that's fine but everything i paid price of admission for a cage lassoing a chain now i think these the these are small points that we're making here because we're this is striving for crazy perfection. It is. it is. And so I think we're we're nit we're getting really close to the painting with a jeweler's loop. Well you know I, I still think that scene seeing didn't that, fucking work the at the layers. end. Like and then it cuts to the big, you know, fuck yeah moment of showing the chapel and I'm like, eh, I don't know. Can I, can I mention a nitpick that bothered me? And uh almost took me out of it for a minute, but I still really like the movie. But okay, so he's as the revenge is starting, he's chasing one of the bikers, right? Yeah. And he shoots him off his bike. The guy falls. He gets in a car accident himself. And then he wakes up right and he's around. chained up right. by the bikers. Right. Why don't they just kill him? Like, they really yeah. need to bring him home and chain him up. And it's the second time we've seen Nick Cage. And he had yeah. just been unchained. That that yeah. Was, that yeah. Was, that they chained him back up. That was a strange repeat beat. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was I felt beat. like that was like something to add length right in the middle. And it, mm-hmm. and it backfired on him. But yeah. a good line, again, a good line for, for Cage... He said, "You're what did he call him? Uh, a uh, something snowflake? snowflake. A uh, a vicious snowflake?" Yeah, or, uh... I didn't think that was a good one. No, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just like how he delivered it, man. I just he, I don't know. The whole movie at that point was so predictable, and yet for the most part enjoyable for me. Like, I mean, well, we we got seven bros here, so Cage wins, and uh, obviously, and we see him kind of hallucinate his wife back in the car with him as he goes off into the night in the multi, multi-mooned uh, <laughs> environment <laughs> that he lives in at this point. Um, so yeah, like, let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just say our piece on this. Uh, Brother Bishke, you've been, you've been quiet, I believe. Uh, been, uh, I'm in the zone. In quiet oh, reverence geez. of this whole thing. Your pupils are dialing. I, I thought it was a visual feast. Uh, it was... Um, Cage, it was perfect for Cage, I thought, because it was it was referencing so many things, and Cage is just a reference, like he's, he's a sponge. He's he's been, you know, we we see so much into him, like he's funny, and <laughs> but the um, uh, let's get to the bones, three and a half bones. Whoa, um, ah. oh, yeah, strong. yeah, I I thought it was give me chills. I thought it was very very. Uh, yeah, I thought the beginning was slow, but once I got into the spirit of it, I was I was I was ready through the whole thing, and, and it could have gone in many ways because uh, it was just visually so uh, magnificent. A hushed reverence from Brother Bishke, Brother Lucas. Yeah, you know, I um, couldn't help but think of this other Lodgecast movie that we saw earlier, Revenge, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with Brother Ben. And I remember liking that more than this, and I gave that a higher bone rating. But retroactively, I think. 
you don't, I, you I don't gotta, have to worry about I, the past. I got to change that eventually, but 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 tonight with this, <laughs> you know, I felt like yeah, aesthetically it was very pleasing to the eye and, and the sound design. It was very like yeah, intense and uh, yeah. We can't forget to mention Johan. Yeah, yeah, and it was like was a point. total like tone poem, like mood, like atmospheric nightmare um, that was very gory and like splatter fest and like all these things. But at the same time, I felt it was like it was way too long and lacked like a lot of tension in places and and the the pace was kind of off and like overall like I was just uh trying to like stay like awake especially when the like uh cult leaders like got her and and he's like you know like talking on and on and on it's like all right like we get it like she's she's in a bad place these are bad people like don't force us to actually have to listen how many bones you got I give it two bones I give it two bones okay all right okay we're running the gamut, brother Nathan. Well, what are we doing? I see, I see a cosmic darkness in this movie. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's a success for Panos Cosmatos. I think uh, the Beyond the Black Rainbow lacked like a plot. It's like an escape movie, and a lot of people, we got, and a lot of us haven't seen it, but are here have seen it. Maybe you go revisit it. It has the same lush cinematography that this one does. But I think someone gave him the advice, like, do a simple plot, man. Do a murder-revenge plot. This is the easiest. You know, the limey, the echoes of the limey, echoes of the, uh, the crow. You know, there's so many that we can count. Uh, Unforgiven, or whatever, you know, all these, all these great titles. But um, I think, see it for Cage's uneven, you know, dynamic, crazy performance. This is later in his career. I mean, it... They're gonna so pull. They're gonna pull clips from this. Forever. They're gonna pull clips from this and add it to the crazy cage stuff. I mean, there's so much. If you freeze frames a lot of these, there's some beautiful photography throughout. So I give it like three bones. It's it's okay. not. Uh, it didn't. It it kind of lacked something for me. It didn't go all the way for me uh, at that third act. I felt like we needed more hallucination uh, imagery of hell. I I was expecting a gateway to hell and these sure. guys, these bumblers or these. <laughs> Festivals they definitely, let them they in, definitely but get set up as supernatural. Like it feels like they're supernatural when it gets set up, and then later it's like, oh it's, no, it's like, the drugs. Yeah, it's the drugs. Just we're we're missing an end level demon, like a Mad Max biker fight, dude, a bigger fight, yeah. uh, some bigger fight with, uh, yeah, Linus that's, Roach. That's but. what I was saying. Like the the cult leader, in, in, especially in the end, is not threatening. I was gonna say there, there's something beautiful in a weird way about the fact that he's not a threat. In fact, he's like a pathetic reverse threat sure. you know he gives the boys in the hood line of like I'll suck your dick man yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a great laugh line and what you don't expect from a yeah, boss at no, the end of a movie right. <laughs> finally, uh, and, finally and Cage yeah. becomes the god of the scene and, yeah. you know but uh, to some of my feelings on the movie I love the aesthetic mm-hmm. I did have pacing issues because I, I get antsy but I ironically the slowest scene was probably my favorite scene because I just thought it was so trippy and beautiful and disturbing I love like weird religious cult stuff so that was great I love Cage great to have him back in a movie that's like appropriately weird for him and uh, I give it three bones bones. especially you know it was possibly a little overhyped for me so going in I was expecting something truly like remarkable and there's moments but uh I really appreciated like the extreme metal aesthetic of it. I could feel it in your nervous system when something metal happened. I was like, oh. Well, like, I would, I would perk up, you yes. know, when I hear those drums kick in, and yeah. I'm like, what? I th- honestly, I feel like they could have pushed that on the soundtrack a little more. Well, and especially since the end credits are basically silent. 
strange. That was, that was a big misfire for me. Yeah. That needed some serious metal. Slayer yeah. time. And to just leave us in silence, I think, is a little bit of a mic drop that I don't think Doesn't work. Yeah, was really loud. earned. Yeah, I felt if anything, it should just be like ambient sounds of the forest, you know, like yeah. it's peaceful again. But Justin, what you got some bones, some bones to throw? Yeah, I, you know, for the last 15 or so years, I've had a deep-rooted resentment and hatred and jealousy for filmmakers that can pull <laughs> off just atmospheric nonsense. And when it works, it really works for me. It's mm-hmm. very rare. Uh, I, I want to nitpick some things here and there. But I'm gonna have to go three and a half bones Whoa. with Bishki. I, I was. Th- I, I think was, this is because I wasn't sitting close to you. I was certain you were gonna tear this apart. He was smiling no. the whole film. Wow. I was. Film. I was in it to win it. That's I didn't, amazing. I didn't Justin. smoke. Didn't Our drink. I was pulled no in. No smoke. No drink. I was pulled into the 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 4K VHS <laughs> throwback aesthetic. I thought, you know, and. This is taking into account, obviously, the type of movie we're watching. There's not going to be a tight narrative. Sure. There's going to be parts where there's a little bit of a lull and it's all atmosphere. It's all frosting. Right. You know, but when it works, it works. I was delighted by so much of it. Um, You know, few gripes here and there, but for the most part, this is... This is this is my favorite movie of the year so far. Whoa! All right, all right, all right. Let's slide on over to Brother Sluice. Yeah, I did a little uh, check-ins with the crew. I looked down the row. <laughs> I felt you looking. Yeah, well, I and I noticed elbows. you you had your mouth open with a big big smile on your face <laughs> at a few key moments sure, that of, yeah. of of madness and, and cage. Sure. Um, I agree. It was a little slow early on, but uh, the visuals and the sonics are really arresting. It transports you into a space and um, a land in this movie that you are not. Uh, familiar with, even though it's touching on a lot of uh, callbacks to 80s movies and Dungeons and Dragons and metal and all this shit that everyone's mentioned. Um, I think Linus Roach was excellent. I thought Andrea Ricebro was really good. I, her eyes are just kind of pierce into your soul. And, uh, yeah, is that Mandy? She's uh, that's Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. yeah, she's a chameleon. She's a great actress. And, pretty much everything. She's like um, watching a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, she's she really haunted. Shelly I got Duvall. some Shelly Duvall. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. 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 Shelly Duvall. Yeah. Shades of Shelly. Shades of Shelly. Uh, beady-eyed Shelly um, Duvall. I kind of wish she was in the movie longer. Like, you know, her, her, uh, her whole look was witchy. Yeah, it was witchy woman. Yeah, I was sad to see her go, too. I would say with, with Linus Roach, he was very unsettling to me in the first half of the movie. Um, and I agree at the... And when he died... Um, I, I like that that he turned into a very. It's like once I saw his dick, and and she laughed at him, then he became less scary to me, and uh, you know and the mystique started to peel off of everyone, um, and and I guess I like that, but I agree it did it did leave a little to be desired with my tension. I knew he was going to kill everyone. Sure. It was, I was delighted by he how. He was on a roll. He was on a roll. <laughs> I was delighted by how it was inventive. It was funny. It was uh, really maximum cage. Um, so for me, three bones, highly entertaining. Uh, 
you know, definitely delivered for me. Was not a perfect version of this, but um, well, what could I, be? I, I honestly couldn't have wanted more from this. It just there's more to be wanted from a movie, but yeah. but <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I, but I but this was great. This was great. I loved it. Yeah, and yeah. movies that coast on atmosphere like that usually fizzle out so hard. So I think you know me wanting a video game boss fight at the end, and a you know Nathan wanting yeah. a portal to hell. I think that's those are justified desires on yeah. our part. And let's also keep but, in mind this is yeah, probably we, 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 we a fairly it. low budget film. So what yes. they accomplished. Well, I wondered. Really? I wondered. It looks I mean, amazing. It, it looks looked amazing. incredible. I mean, they built that fucking church and they burned it down and a lot of shots, fire. A lot of aerial a lot shots. Of, I mean, I'm with you. It's not a $20 million movie, but yeah. it's like... I'm sure it's low. Like I would watch five this to movie 10. be I mean, color graded in real time just to see what the hell they did. <laughs> That's great. And it's I mean, a, it's, holy shit. It's a, it's a really uh, incredible score. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, anyway... Anyway, on, on to you, Thies, but I thought it was uh, it was very enjoyable. What came to my mind was the recent Hollywood Forever screening of Saturday Night Fever, in which I could just imagine all these millennials decked out in whatever they think disco means and uh, just going, going for a frothy good time and then getting hit with, like, this melancholy, dark slice of 70s New York and not knowing what to do with it. With this movie, all the buzz led me to believe that this was Panos Cosmatos's rubber hitting the road with plot and intention and visuals and style. I thought it was all going to come together as a symphony that worked on its own movie terms. What I got was, yes, Lucas, a tone poem for much of it, and then kicked into hyperdrive into what I thought it was going to be, and also turning the tables on that so it i respect it i enjoyed swaths of it but (laughs) as a movie experience i don't know i think i would need to revisit it with different expectations and possibly different drugs like i really think (laughs) it it reminds me of the monkeys movie head where to really understand it you have to be on lsd this movie there's I don't know what angel dust is, but should we do that? <laughs> I think we all do angel dust on the next on the next viewing of this. Well, I think uh, for a certain viewer, this is a recommend. You know, like oh, I, I think our, our, everybody with three stars, everybody within the sound of my voice needs to VOD this immediately. Uh, you need to contend with it. You need to, you need to look straight at it's it. It's going to show you things you've never seen, eyes. and again and again. Don't look at your phone. Just look yeah. look into the eyes of the movie. The close up back uh, shot reverse yeah. blending into each other is one of the more hypnotic. Uh, it's it's great moments and, in filmmaking. And, and that, like, I was on the fence between two and two and a half. It's that kind of shit that's going to stick to my bones mm-hmm. that I'm never going to forget. That pushes it to two and a half, and it becomes a warm two and a half. Warm. I think. I, I love the ambition. I obviously love the aesthetic. It's two and a half bones, but those bones are made of metal. They're made of they're made of chrome. I just hope, chrome. I just hope this makes it into AMC theaters somehow. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the no cinema way. score would be on this. No. Uh, Probably C minus. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds uh, about right. Maybe I don't know if it's ready for prime time. Banner's not. Banner's not. But I feel like his next movie. Because he'll probably get a bigger budget after this because it's got such a buzz. Hopefully he'll bring Cage with him and they'll do 
what it is I'm saying, which is like, get get a writer or something. I don't know, like, get, like get, get a fucking writer. Like, get, yeah. get a fucking story that we care about, you know? You did have a co-writer. Well, get, get, that's not your peyote dealer, you know? <laughs> you know, there was, uh, amongst all the buzz on Twitter, I did see someone mention that there's a very obvious MacGruber reference in the movie that I kept my eyes peeled for, and I did not catch it. Is there, a, is there a throat rip that we missed? Uh, might have been a throat rip. Might have been a throat rip. <laughs> Crush his guy's head with his bare hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, he the guy offers to suck his dick. MacGruber oh, does that. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the MacGruber. Oh. That's gotta be it. I'll suck you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's about right. Um, it also had a uh, reference really to Seven MacGruber, with, like, the biker, like, knife penis. That was pretty dark. There yeah. was a knife penis. Yeah. Great shout-out to the carpenter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a little boogie nights, that scene, right? It was, for yeah. sure. But yeah, would you guys all agree that people need to, like, people in the Lodge family need to see Some this. people, oh, yeah. some people, yeah. Okay, you're going to go some. I don't think it's I don't think. It just depends on your tolerance for kind of a deliberately paced film. Brother Ian needs to see it. Brother Ian, yeah, top of the list, dude. Immediately. 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 Yeah. He might be in it. We, for all we I know. think he was one of the Cenobites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cenobikers. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, this has been a chilly uh, evening by the sea with you gentlemen. Action-packed, yeah. We've man. been standing in this uh, lodge off. ring of fire just in this... How do we all feel now hose. coming out of the... <laughs> We, we've been baptized. We're in a ring so we can watch each other's backs like we do in life, like we do in cinema. And uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Let's make may, it back in one piece. Let's make it back in one piece, and may we all have cage-rific dreams tonight. Oh, Absolutely. Whatever that may bring. Uh, by the sound the of the horn of Abraxas. By the sound of the horn of Abraxas, love and light. Love and light. Back on the 10th freeway. Love and light. Yo, man, it's Lucas. I uh, made it home last night, just barely. Like, I was just so out of it and promptly uh, passed out uh, as soon as I got home, like, instantly, which is unusual. So my brain was definitely overloaded and overwhelmed and had, had to shut down to, like, sort and file and process all the data it received in the movie Mandy. It definitely uh, stuck with me this morning, even though, yeah, I didn't emotionally connect as much as I, I thought I I would when I was watching it last night. This morning, I, I was feeling a lot of emotions because the movie definitely resonates, you know, with people who, who uh, um, have been in a relationship that's, you know, great and then gets devastated and, and then, you know, you're, you're left to either seek revenge or whatever. So this morning, I just kind of woke up feeling like I was still trapped in uh, Panos Cosmopolis' world, 
and um, I'm very glad to be fully awake now and and out in the uh, in the daylight in the sunshine. It was just fucking crazy, man. Mandy was so wild, man. So anyway, I just want to tell you that and I just had a lot to dream last night. So anyway, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna just chill, man. That was a great movie, man. All right, later, bye. Hey, man. My dreams weren't that crazy, but here you go. We were all working at this industrial factory place that was in Los Angeles, but it looked more like kind of that crappy, Judge Dredd, post-apocalyptic stretch of Indiana. We were making custom Pac-Man arcade machines, and the place is decorated really cool. It's supposed to look like an 80s arcade that was kind of shitty. These custom machines, you could like pick what was playing in the background and you could like make overlays so it was custom, like the game was custom. And we were all depressed because everyone just kept requesting Ozzy Osbourne videos in the background. So we're like, who wants to play Pac-Man with Ozzy in the background? This doesn't make any sense. This is day in, day out, Ozzy videos and fire. And what are we even doing here? And then we were all kind of hanging out at the company happy hour on the patio, and it was like brown skies. We were having fun anyway at the end. That was it. But in addition to that, I came up with an idea for a movie about uh, aliens who come down to Earth, and they're enthralled by BMX racing, and it's called BMX Terrestrials. So, I'm much more excited about that. I'm about to go to IMDB to make sure someone didn't do it already. Anyway, have a nice day. Everybody loves a good blood catharsis.